What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology, and we are in Ephesians. Welcome back. This is the Daily Devo, and I'm so glad you're here. We're continuing our study in Ephesians, of course, and we're on verses 26 through 27 in chapter 4. Two verses today. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead and read it and uh, see what it has to say. Come back, and then we will discuss the four questions. If you have already read it, hey, no further ado, right? Let's go and get into it, man. And so, uh, we are going to see what Paul has to say here. What does Paul say? Well, Paul says, be angry and do not sin. Don't let the sun come down upon your wrath and don't give Satan a place or don't give a place for the devil. Well, I think what we have to do is continue on the idea of what it looks like to be um, holiness and, and, uh, and righteousness of God. And so the first thing we say is to put away all falsehood and speak truth. Next, it says, be angry, but do not sin. Okay, so I think that uh, it's it's for us to recognize that anger is a um, an attribute of God that we as humans can possess. But it is such a dangerous attribute for us that as soon as uh, as Paul says it, he says, Right after that, do not sin. And then he gives parameters by which this anger um, is to to last. He says, don't let it go. Let, don't let the sun go down on your anger or don't carry it into another day or don't have it over a long period of time. Because if you do, Satan has an opportunity to enter into your lives and to destroy things because of this anger, because anger leads to some difficult stuff. It's a hard emotion. Anger leads to bad speech. Okay. We saw it in uh, James. If you went through the book of James with us, uh, if not, man, check it out. But if you went through the book of James, it says, um, it says that uh, be slow to wrath, uh, slow to speak and quick to listen. Because what anger does is it produces, it can, it can produce bad speech. And so what do we say right before be angry? He said, Put away all falsehood and speak truth to one another. And then before that, it even says, put away all of this uh, uh, this badness and this this uh, this evil for the the way that we speak to one another, because this is not the way we were taught in Christ. So the wrath that we have is good to have because there is a righteous wrath that we should have against sin, against things that happen in the family because we are members of one another. See, this wrath that we have should be geared towards fighting off the wolves that appear in sheep's clothing whenever we are together as the body of Christ. It's to fend off all of the disease and all of the suffering that occurs because of unrighteousness and sin in the body of Christ. That's where the wrath comes from. But in the wrath that we have, in the anger that we have, we cannot sin. We cannot let it linger. And we'll see uh, later on what Paul's talking about when we continue on to the rest of this chapter. So what is this saying about God? I think, again, our mirroring attributes of who God is because we're supposed to be created in his image is that God has righteous wrath. He is righteously angry over sin. When sin occurs, he is righteously angry over it. What does this say about man? Is 
that we don't achieve this righteousness. James says that that man's wrath doesn't achieve the righteousness of God. And so for us, it is to be careful, to be careful about our anger. Now, there's two ways to understand this anger as well. So I want to explain this and I didn't get a chance to. One is that this is a concessive anger. It's saying that if you are angry, don't sin. Okay, that this is not really a uh, imperative, which means a command. But another way to see it is that it's actually a command to be angry over the things that we should be angry about. But in that anger, we do not sin. So I believe it is important for us to realize that both ways can be taken quite well, is that when we are angry, because anger comes and it's going to come. But it is to remember that as man, we don't achieve the righteousness of God in our anger. And so we've got to be careful in it to not sin. So how do we apply these truths to our lives? Well, I think first off, we have to examine ourselves when we're angry. So the next time that you get mad, the next time you have wrath built up, next time you have anger coming, stop and think about why it is. Is it righteous? Is it for good? Is it for justice? Or is it because we've been poked and prodded in our own feelings that something may not be the way that we desire it to be? Because then it's selfish and it's not righteous. So examine those things as we live our lives and then don't let this anger uh, linger because finally it gives Satan the opportunity, man. And we, we already have enough struggle with the flesh and with the world around us. We already struggle each with these things. And so for Satan to have another opportunity is just another hook that he can put into us. And don't let that be, man. Don't let that be. I appreciate you guys for listening. Stay well. Be well. And may God be with you. I'll see you in the next episode.